As we pray this morning, I just want us to hear. I'm praying that God would cause us, us here, us on the live stream, and those that might hear this at some other later time, that God would cause us to both to hear and believe his word today and to act upon that word. No matter what situation, and that we might be able to receive this word and apply it to any situation that we might be facing. Whether it be in the financial arena, whether it be relationship, whether it be family, marriage, children, whether it be the lost, whether it be a mental challenge, an emotional challenge, whether it be a job situation, no matter what it might be, whether it might be something in your physical body, that today you will hear, believe, receive, and apply the word of God and enter into that victory that is already yours. And that there is going to be a process that would be ignited today that would cause you to grow in grace, cause you to overcome those areas of imperfection in your life, cause you to overcome and to rise up above the flaws and the shortcomings that are within your personality that the enemy will try to use to keep you earthbound and to keep you out of the manifestation of the kingdom of God and your victory. So, Father, I'm asking that by the power of the Holy Spirit, that you would get those things done today on behalf of every person that hears this word. And if there is any out there, anywhere, that don't know you, that is lost, that have not confessed Jesus as Savior and Lord, and is somehow in a place of either darkness or hopelessness, I pray that this morning that the light would shine. I pray that the truth of the gospel and the face of Jesus Christ would so rise up that they will call upon the name of the Lord and be saved. That they would confess Jesus. Jesus, you are my Savior. I believe you raised up from the dead and I make you the Lord of my life. Father, I thank you for getting it done in the name of Jesus. I declare the kingdom of God is released. The power of God is released. The anointing is released. The work of the enemy is stopped and brought to naught. Blindness are removed and, and pulled back off of your people so that they are able to hear, they are able to believe, they are able to receive, and they are able to act on your word today in Jesus' name. And everyone says, Amen. Now, I do want you to take the word personally this morning. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. The Lord is good. And his mercy endures forever. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I'm titling this morning's message, Overcoming Your Character Flaws. And to put it in a more spiritual manner, 
walking in the spirit. Amen? Amen. But just so that we don't sound too deep, overcoming your character flaws. How many of you are made are perfect? How many of you don't have any kind of flaws? Well, I'll tell you in your spirit you don't. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12, and, uh, and I believe the word of God will, will speak for itself today. In Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 23, it speaks about, it says that we have come to the church of the firstborn which are written in heaven and to God the judge of all and to the spirits of just men made perfect. The Amplified says we have come to the spirits of the righteous, the redeemed in heaven who have been made perfect. Your spirit man is perfect. Perfect. Perfect means there is no room for improvement. Perfect means there is no flaws, no blemishes. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 14 it says, For by one offering, that offering of Christ, that sacrifice of Christ, He has perfected forever them that are sanctified. They, have, they are forever and completely cleansed and perfected those that are consecrated and made holy. Ephesians 4 verse 24 says, speaks about a new man and says that he's been created in righteousness and in true holiness. Colossians 2 verse 9 says, In him, in Christ, dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily and that you are complete in Christ, which is the head of all principality and power. Amplified says, you are in him made full and having come to the fullness of life in Christ. And you too are filled with the Godhead. Excuse me. The real you, your spirit man, is perfect. Say perfect. Your spirit man is perfect in love. Romans 5 verse 5 says, The love of God has been shed abroad in your heart. The desires of your spirit man, the real you, are perfect towards God. The Bible says in Romans 7.22, That your spirit man, that you delight in the law of God after that inner man. The law of God, the word of God, the truth of God is the delight and the joy of your spirit man. The essence of your born again spirit, the very essence of your spiritual, of that inner man is Christ himself. <coughs> Colossians 3 verse 4 says, When Christ who is our life shall appear, Christ himself is our life. Christ himself is the essence of your born again spirit. 1 John 4, 17 says, As Jesus is, so are you. Your spirit man is perfect. Everything in your spirit man is of God. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17 says, If any man is in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And all things are of God. The love of God, the peace of God, the glory of God, all of that is in your spirit. The fruits of the Spirit, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, kindness, meekness, they're all in there. 
Amen? The very essence of your spirit, man, is Christ and all that he is. When God gives you Jesus, he also gives you all things. And here your spirit, man, is joined to the spirit of God. The Bible says, he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. First Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17. No wonder you take on his identity. It also says that you are living in a place of absolute, your spirit man lives in a place of absolute, total, and perfect liberty. Galatians 5 verse 1 tells us that we are to stand fast in that liberty whereby Christ has made us free. Amen? We, you have total liberty in your spirit. John chapter 8 verse 36 says, Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Your spirit man has total freedom. Total. All right. Man, that's perfect. <laughs> and I mean, we could keep going. That's how perfect your spirit man is. But that natural man, that carnal man, that soul man, he is not perfect. He is fleshy. <laughs> and all the various flaws and weaknesses that we have in our lives and in our character, they flow from that flesh nature. They flow from the flesh. All of it. Galatians chapter 5 verse 19 says, Cause it the works of the flesh. And it says the works of the flesh are manifest and they are these. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, cravings, desires of the flesh. Where am I at here? Divisions, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and the like. Reveling. Hatred, jealousy, strife, and all of these things, these are the works of the flesh. And these works of the flesh, this is where, this is where all these flaws come from. If you are, if, if you, if you are, if, if part of your personality, as they might call it, is that you're impatient, irritable, does these sound like compliments? Touchy? Cranky? You know anybody like that? Angry? Strifeful? Hard to get along with? Judgmental? Sometimes some folks are even mean. Harsh. Controlling at times. Jealous. Some are shy. Fearful. Some are even liars. Unfaithful. And then there's addictions, there's a, there's a drunkenness, and there's rebellion, and there's pride, and, and we could keep adding. All of those are what? They are character <laughs> flaws. And these flaws flow from the works of the flesh. But as John 8.36 says, you are free indeed. But yet, it says in John, on one hand it says, you are free indeed. Whom the Son sets free is free indeed, John 8, 36. But yet in John 8, 32, it says, 31 and 32, if you continue in the word, 
and apply the truth, you shall know the truth, and that truth will make you free. So what is this about? You're free indeed, but yet it talks about you being made free. Well, similarly, you are totally, completely victorious and perfect in your spirit. But you must walk in that spirit. You must walk in the spirit. Let's look at Galatians chapter 5 some more. Let's just run through this whole set of verses. Let's pick it up in verse 15. It says, if you bite and you devour one another, take heed that you not consume one of another. This I say then, walk in the spirit. In other words, if you're biting and you're devouring, you're not walking in the spirit. Five. 15, if you bite, you devour one another. In partisan strife, be careful that you, that you're not consumed by one another. You and your whole fellowship, the Amplified says. And this I say then, walk in the spirit. In other words then, to do that is to not walk in the spirit. And you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. You shall not fulfill the passions and the impulses of the flesh. Amen? For you see the flesh wars or it lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And this is talking about your born again spirit. It ought to be small s. And these are contrary one to another so that you cannot do the things that you would. But if you be led of the spirit, now you will find out when you come, when, it, when we come to understand what it is to walk in the spirit, walk as who you are, as who you really are, walk according to who God is, walk being aware of the devil and how he is, walking according to the reality of the realm of the spirit, you're not flesh warring against flesh and blood. When you walk according to the spirit and when you walk in the spirit and to walk in accordance, not only to who you are, but to who God is in his greatness, to who the enemy, is, enemy that wants to steal, kill and destroy, and all of his devils and demons. When you walk according not to what it looks like, not to what it feels like, not according to what is seen, but according as it is in the spirit, then you will find out that there's a lot of things we don't know. Isn't that right? I mean, there's a lot of things you don't know in terms of who you really are, much less the enemy and some other things. And therefore, there is a continual growing process. Amen? And while we are not yet there, you're going to just have plain to be plain led by the Spirit of God at times. Amen? Where He can help you navigate. You're going to just have to be so filled with the Holy Ghost continually that you may have a sensitivity to Him and to walk as, his, as He leads and not according to the vanity of the mind and reasoning and logic. Anyway, let's continue. So if you be led of the Spirit, so walk in the Spirit, if you be led of the Spirit, you're not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are these, which are manifest adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulsions, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envying, murders, drunkenness, reveling, and such like. Of the which I tell you before, and I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Does that mean that they're not going to go to heaven? No. It means they're not going to be able to function in that kingdom. They're not going to be able to function effectively in that arena. That God's fair, so to speak. Amen? Because for one thing, when you're operating in those things, you're no longer operating in Christ, but you're operating outside of Him. Amen? And the Bible is going to tell us 
even as you have received Christ, so walk ye in him. Not outside of him, in him. But you see, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. Amen? There is nothing that says, oh, oh, you're being too meek now. You, you're too much temperance. <laughs> too much love. Too much joy. Oh, man, you got, you're overdoing it with this peace. Amen? <laughs> goodness. Oh, too much good. No, 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 no. Against such there is no law. But can there be too much murder, too much envy, too much strife, too much reveling, too much witchcraft, too much hatred? Of course. The works of the flesh, man, they're destructive. But the works of the Spirit, the fruits of the Spirit, against us there is no law, and they're all of the Spirit of God, and whatever is of God, overcome it. Amen? And they that are, are Christ's, look at verse 24, they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. Now later on, when we start talking about uh, how do we walk in the spirit? How do we, because to walk in the spirit is going to be the answer to all these character flaws, so to speak. And when we answer the question how to walk in the spirit, it's going to be that you've got to walk according to who you are in the spirit. You're going to have to walk according to the truth in the spirit. You're going to have to walk according to who God is. You're going to have to walk by faith. You're going to have to walk in the light, etc., etc., etc. And it means you're going to have to walk. If you're going to walk according as it is in the spirit, it is the very cross and the sacrifice that reveals that. So you're going to have to walk according to the cross. And, you're gonna, and, and the reality of who you are, which is to recognize that you belong to Christ and where your spirit man is concerned, verse 24, that spirit man, you have been crucified, the, the, the that are Christ have, be, have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. All the affections, lust, impulses, programming from the fallen man and that, that flesh nature, the new man, your spirit man is dead to all of it. Are you with me? They that are Christ, that born again child of God that is still having a lot of problems in his life, still have a lot of flesh issues, the reality and, the tr and still, one, still dealing with bondages and addictions and, and behaviors and attitudes within his spirit, where his spirit man is concerned. He belonged to Christ and every work of the flesh, every, every affection and lust and impulse from the flesh, here's his spirit man is dead to it and it's crucified to him. Amen? Now that's going to be part, the knowledge of that is going to be part of what is necessary in order to walk in the spirit. Because you see, you're going to have to do this by faith. And faith is having confidence in who God is and in the truth and what is already done. It is knowing and the application of the truth that brings the freedom. Amen? The Bible says only believe. Only believe what? Believe the cross. Believe the word. Believe what is finished. Believe the sacrifice. Amen? Believe what the blood speaks. Believe the truth of who you are. So they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with affections and lusts. And then it says, look at this statement. If you live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. In other words, you live here. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, you're born again. This is where your spirit man lives. Well, hey, why don't you walk accordingly? You live in the spirit, walk in the spirit. 
Amen? Walk in the Spirit. In fact, um, uh, uh, um, in fact, in Romans, don't leave that passage yet. Now let's, okay. So if you live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Fine. Romans chapter 8, verse, verse, um, verse 8 says, They that are in the flesh cannot please God. They that are operating according to the impulses of the flesh. And let's, let's, let's understand this. The flesh has been programmed by the sinful nature. It has been programmed by the sinful nature. And it has its impulses from that nature. So to walk according to the flesh, it is to walk according to that programming and those impulses. And it says they that walk that way cannot please God. Because they're not going to be in faith. And without faith you can't please God. But then look at the next verse. Verse 9. But you are not in the flesh. That's not where you live. You are in the spirit. That's where your spirit man is. If so be that the spirit of God dwells in you. If the spirit of God dwells in you. And you're born again. Your spirit man is living in the spirit. And if any man don't have the spirit of Christ. Then sorry. He's none of his. He's not even in the game. Are you with me? Amen? So let's understand that. Your spirit man lives in the spirit. And if that's where you live, you got to learn to walk that way. If you live in Canada and you have citizenship here, then find out how you ought to live in this country. Amen? If you are living in the desert where you have to deal with some crocodiles and some snakes and certain things. You better have walking wisdom. You better learn how to live in that environment. We are in the world, but not of the world. We got to learn how to live according to who we are. We are living in the spirit. We got to walk accordingly. All right. So, let me say this then. Walking in the spirit is always the answer on any question, always. If we're talking financially, if we're talking health, if we're talking relationship, if you're talking interaction with people, if you're talking marriage, if you're talking raising children, always the answer is do according to the Spirit. Always it is walk in the Spirit. Amen? Walk according to the truth of the Spirit. So, how do you walk in the Spirit? How do you walk in the Spirit? How, because it's going to say in Galatians 5 verse 16, Walk in the Spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Which means, how do you walk in the Spirit so that you do not fulfill the passions and the impulses of the flesh? Now, on the one hand, turn with me to Matthew chapter 11. On the one hand, when you ask that question, and you think about some passages, it, it, the answer might seem easy. How do you walk in the spirit? Jesus said, my yoke is easy <laughs> and my burden is light. Sounds easy, ain't it? Listen to it. Matthew chapter 11. Jesus says, come on to me, all you that are laboring, struggling, overburdened. Matthew 11, 28. And I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Oh, there's an action point. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Because I'm meek and I'm lowly in, in heart. 
and you shall find rest unto your souls. Remember, that's where the problem was. Because my yoke is easy and my burden is light. When you listen to that on the surface, it sounds as if, well, how do you walk in the spirit? Hey, this is easy, man. <laughs> right? 1 John 5, 3 says, His commandments are not grievous. They're not burdensome. They're not oppressive. They're not grievous. Again, sounds easy. Well, it is so. <laughs> if you take his, his yoke upon him, if you take his yoke, then I guess it is. But you see, to take his yoke upon you, you must function in the mind of Christ. You got to function the way Jesus functioned. You got to function with his attitude, with his way of thinking, how he functions. And 1 Peter chapter 4 says, arm yourself with his mind. For as much then, 1 Peter 4 verse 1, for as much then as Christ had suffered in, for us in the flesh, arm yourself likewise with the same mind, for he that suffered in the flesh had ceased from sin. Because you see, to suffer in the flesh is to say no to the flesh and its impulses. The flesh says, hey, you've been here 40 days. You haven't eaten. You're hungry. Why don't you turn that stone into bread? What do you think the flesh is saying? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> right? right? <laughs> but, then, but, 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 but is that the spirit of God leading? Amen? Is that a walking according to, to, to the truth? No. So it is saying no to the flesh. So it says then, if you, you got to arm yourself with that mind of Christ, you're in a war, and the only way you're going to win the war, you're going to have to arm yourself with the mind of Christ, and the essence of that is saying no to the flesh. Last week, message talked about that. Now, but it is, take my yoke upon you. Which is to say there's a dependency that you have to have on the Spirit of God. You see, the very mind of Christ is all those things. It is the suffering and it is, it is saying no to the flesh. But it is also a trust in God that says, I can of myself do nothing. I cannot win this battle from willpower. I cannot win this battle by being carnally minded. The weapons of my warfare are not, even though I live in the flesh. Even though I'm here, it says the weapons of my warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God. Jesus said, I can't of myself do nothing. I depend on the Father. And that's how it's going to have to be for us. You are not going to overcome these stuff because of your willpower. Because of your determination. No. It is going to be by this dependency in God is called grace. So let's, but let's understand the flesh. The flesh, like I said, has been, turn me to Romans chapter 8, and as you turn there, the flesh has been programmed by that sinful, fallen nature, and you've got to now change the programming. Are you with me? You've got to delete what was in there, get it out of there. I don't know. What is that computer word? Um, re, not reboot. Re, what is the next one? Where, where, where you go in the computer and you start cleaning it out? defragment <laughs> and you got to go through all of that stuff and get that program out of there because the flesh has been programmed by the fallen sinful nature 
Amen? And you've got to change your programming to that of the new man. Romans chapter 8 verse 5 says, They that are after the flesh, they do mind the things of the flesh. And they are after, the, but they that are of the spirit, the things of the spirit. The Amplified says, Those who are, who are according to the flesh are controlled by its unholy desires, set their, uh, set their minds on and pursue those things which gratify the flesh, and they are, con uh, and, and, but those who are according to the Spirit are controlled by the desires of the Spirit, set their minds on and seek those things which gratify the Holy Spirit. The next verse says, to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. You see, the mind of the flesh, which is sense and reason without the Holy Ghost, is death. Death that comprises all the miseries that arises out of sin. 